You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire. Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions on the show are those of Dave and his valued guests and are always expressed with a certain joie de vivre. Please consult a doctor before listening. Laughter is contagious. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, put your fur coat on. Yeehaw! Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, it's colder than a witch's uh, broomstick out there, and uh, it's <laughs> Saturday morning. <laughs> Don't be putting and, your tongue on it. Oh, uh, no. What, on the broomstick? Uh, (laughs) uh, Dave's Corner Garage here with you for the full hour we got another great show lined up Well, I wish everybody, uh, you know, Happy New Year Happy New Year, Al I haven't seen you since uh, Leafs won the Stanley Cup (laughs) It's been a while, hasn't it? I was just the glint in my dad's eye at that point Seriously I I don't even know what day it is anymore But uh, we want to wish Everybody who is of uh, Polish, Greek and Ukrainian descent, uh, a Merry Christmas. And we spared no expense in the show. We brought in an interpreter from uh, Dave's place, and she is going to wish in Ukrainian a Merry Christmas. So please uh, adjust your sets. Here she, just come in here. Come in here. There you go. There you go. Could you pass the plate of pierogies, please? Oh, that was some sour cream? Yes. Believe it'd be great. All right, listen, uh, there's a lot of things to get through today, and uh, we've got a, another great lineup coming up for you. From CAA, we're going to have uh, Teresa DeFelici on, and she's going to talk about what you've probably seen going on uh, throughout the GTA on the highways, the pilot towing project. And Al's got some interesting stories about uh, one of the guys that, that you know is he has a garage, right? Yes. About towing. So she's going to tell us more about that. And Actually, which I called her earlier, and, and I asked her. I didn't know there were that many dead planes on the highway, you know, that the pilots were needed toes. But but apparently <laughs> so. It's true. It's true. Every time I go past Buttonville Airport on the 404, I go, uh-huh. okay, is he a little low? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little off the top there. Yeah. And you notice that, you know, when it's this cold, this reminds me of the days of living in Winnipeg and why I left Winnipeg, although it's a great city, is that the roads are really white. And that is caused mainly by uh, the salt and the sand, but brine. So not the kind you put in a turkey, but the brine is what makes you want to maybe consider about getting your car rust-proofed. So with that, Trevor Hutchison from Crown is going to be on. And uh, your buddy, Brian Max, what's Brian going to talk about? You know, the hottest selling car that has been around for a million years, the Honda Civic, of course. I think this is the 13th variation. And uh, they've got a model called the SI, which stands for Sports Illustrated, I think. But um, anyways, it's a hot car. It's not quite as expensive as the racing one, but uh, apparently it goes like stink, and uh, he loved it. So he'll tell us all about that. And it's not a crazy amount of money either. No, and it's just that we were reading on the Automotive News that 
the Honda Civic is the number one selling car in North America for 24 years in a row. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean, it's a very, very, um, it's a very popular car. I know, uh, having had one for many years, the challenge with it is that you've got to make sure that you put your Honda Civic in a garage at night because they get stolen a lot, right? What's the yeah, one thing do. people take? What, what's the one thing people take out of the the Civic the most? You see, that they take out of the Civic. Yeah, isn't it a catalytic converter or something like that? <laughs> no, they take the whole car, first of all. Well, um, don't be a smartass. Yeah, I know that. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we, we have this conversation every day, you know, people talking about the wheel locks and their cars falling off, and uh, or they lose them, then I can't get the wheels off. That's a bit of a pain. And um, But, no, they take the whole car. So the best thing, as you say, is just put it in the garage, okay? And that way, uh, out of sight, out of mind. At any rate, we're going to take a break, Steve. Um, We're going to be talking about emails. We've got a bunch of questions from callers, and uh, let's see if we can stump the chump. That would be me, and uh, that's it. Oh, I thought maybe you were going to call me a chump. (laughs) Or is that later on the show? I could. We'll see how it goes. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back. This is uh, Dave's Corner Garage on a crisp weekend here in the, the Big Smoke. We also want to say, uh, as people who have been writing in and uh, calling and asking about where's Dave, Dave unfortunately came in contact with somebody who had Omicron, so he is uh, in isolation, uh, quarantine, and he's uh, anybody who knows anybody who's had it or if you have had it, you know how that wipes you out. So uh, he's got no voice to talk, so he's not here. <laughs> Okay. Well, at least he was vaccinated, so uh, you yeah. know it, it won't affect him too bad. That's good. All right, we're gonna get some some email questions. By all means, by all means, he's so polite. Give yourself ten minutes. Okay, here's a question from Bob from Burlington. He writes, "Is this a good time to sell my car? I use, I see used car prices have risen. Have they ever? And since my ride is getting old, perhaps this would be the right time to make the move. What do you think? Good idea or not?" What are the pitfalls if I do, and should I sell it as is or certified? If I to sell it, if I decide to sell it, how do I advertise it? Over to oh, you, wow. Al. We could do a whole hour just on that one question. You know, uh, number of things you got to consider. First of all, if you're going to sell your car, um, are you, are you selling it because? Uh, again, because it's old, but you need another car because that's that's the big problem right now is, you know, because of uh, shipping and, and microchips and whatever. Uh, new cars, if you drive by a new car showroom, you're going to see they're pretty much empty. Um, so you got to be able to see if, you, if you've got a car to replace yours. You don't want to sell it and end up having to take the bus or Uber all the time. Um, getting back to it, though, if you do want to sell, a um, number of things to, to look at. To get the most money for your car, Yes, people are going to want to know that it is certified. Um, it's a, that's gone through a mechanical uh, fitness certificate. And um, the one thing you're going to want to get to is if you've got a car proof that shows good, you may want to spend some money and show that to the buyer as well. Uh, as far as advertising, it's you know because of the internet now, it's pretty easy. I mean, you can just go to uh, Kijiji or uh, you can go to Auto Trader. I don't think the Auto Trader is a whole lot of money, and uh, you can get a whole lot, lot of lot, whole lot of eyes on your vehicle and uh, see what it looks like. So by all means, make sure you wash it, take some pictures of it, the good parts anyways, <laughs> and um, you can hey, post hey, those happens. up. 
that happens. <laughs> you know, there's also a great website if you want to see what the what the wholesale value is and the resale value is of your yes, car. Yes, you go yes. To, it's vmrcanada.com, and then you just plug in on your computer the kind of car that you have, the year that it is, and sort of uh, gives you a range, right, of, of where you can or cannot uh, price your car. Exactly. And then if, if you think you're going to get the higher end, of course, it better be clean, it better have low miles, and it better be certified. Otherwise, you're not going to get that. Um, and keep in mind, too, that um, if you go to AutoTrader, for example, or even on Kijiji, these are asking prices. This is not necessarily what the selling price is. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You Because know, some people just go fishing. They said, you know what? I'm going to put my car up for 10 grand and let's see if anybody bites, you know? And um, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. So if you do want to move it, uh, you, you've got to make sure that the price is right. You know, with, with what's going on in the last couple of years, don't you think one of the other, you know, hurdles would be if you're selling the car used and somebody's going to come over and take a look at the car and go for a test drive, uh, what do you do? I mean, the laws are now that you, can they be, can you be in your car while somebody's taking it for a test drive? Well, here's a couple of things you got to think about because I'm, I'm just trying to think, didn't, was it in the newspaper recently where, or did oh, I yeah, watch a TV show where, yeah. where somebody took a car and just left? <laughs> well, <laughs> if the never, guy wasn't they never too did bright. come back. I guess they really liked it, you know? Yeah, the guy wasn't too bad, uh, bright. He was, he, he advertised an auto trader. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was a Mercedes Benz. So he advertised. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two guys show up at his house, and I, I won't do the accent, but uh, I don't know where they were from. <laughs> Somewhere in Europe, but we won't go with a broken nose routine. They could be but, celebrating uh, uh, Christmas today, actually. Uh, I think, <laughs> yeah, in many countries. Yes. And uh, so the guy gives him the keys to his Mercedes. Yep. And the two guys go, thank you. And they drove. And then they kept driving. And they're still somewhere out there. So you've got to be really careful when you're when you're selling a used car, you got to go with them. And now with, you know, with, uh, with COVID and Omicron spreading like crazy, I mean, masks, you got to sit in there. You got to make sure if the guy who's looking for your car has been vaccinated. I mean, how do you know? So, oh, uh, actually, oh, actually, that I had that where uh, this lady, a customer of mine, wanted to sell her car, but the right. the wholesaler have not been vaccinated. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you cannot trust the government, you know. Um, anyways, that <laughs> so she wouldn't sell it to him. Um, but you're absolutely right. By all means, you know, put on a, a KN95, whatever they call those, sit in the back seat, I guess, if you need to. But you're not going to just give the guy the keys and let him or her, you know, let him drive away. Well, you've got it's, it's There's so many variables now coming in. You know, it's going to be do you have to is it coming down the pipe? Do you think that when you're going to sell your car used that the people who are going to come in to test drive it? You're going to have to ask them for vaccination proof. I mean, look what's happening in, in, in Quebec. Well, if you want to have a car with them, you know, otherwise yeah. it would be scary. I wouldn't want to do that, really. No. And if they if they start bringing in the thing that you – like they're doing in Quebec right now. If you want to go to the liquor store, you got to show your vaccination proof. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a problem with that. But, you know, if I start getting the shakes before I have to line up and find my phone – yeah, but what if the guy was at the liquor store and then shows up at your house and wants to go for a ride in your car? You'd yeah, remember that breathalyzer? You'd have to do a breathalyzer, too. That's not always the case, but occasionally. That was in an earlier life I had. All right, all right. listen. Uh, we'll get to some more questions throughout the hour. And if you have a question, by all means, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage, and send it in to us. 
Alan's uh, email address is on there, and we'll try and get it on the air. <laughs> we'll try without the accents. Okay, coming up next, we're going to talk to uh, Brian Max. He's going to get some really interesting uh, take on the new 2022 Honda Civic Si. That is coming up next on Dave's Corner Garage. Stay with us. <laughs> Welcome back to a cold, uh, dropping uh, Dave's Corner Garage. And just to remind everybody, uh, Alan's with uh, Steve Scheiman, and um, Dave is away because he's come in contact with uh, Omicron, unfortunately. He's uh, in quarantine and extremely tired. So uh, we'll be back, hopefully, in a couple of weeks' time. Okay. We have, over to you, Al, uh, racing buddy. All right, we got Brian Max on the line. He's the star of YouTube, and uh, and 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 they're how are they rated? Are those GP videos that you make, Brian? Uh, my my videos are family friendly. <laughs> Actually, speaking of family, you could get a whole family in the new Honda Civic, correct? You can. the 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 new Civic is is you know it's bigger than before. It's very spacious. It's it's almost like an Accord these days. The the back seat is enormous. The front seat's great, and uh, it's it's now the eleventh generation Civic. So wow. as you guys said earlier, it's the Civic has been the best selling car in Canada for twenty four years running. Did the did the I thought the Hyundai bumped them actually a couple years back, or or am I wrong? I think in the states they did, but not mm-hmm. in uh, not in Canada. They're still they still hold that title. We'll see for uh, how much longer. Well, I think. So, what you did know, you like uh, about the car the most? Well, uh, for me, Steve, the, the the car goes quick enough that uh, it paints a smile on my face. So, what what they've done with the uh, the SI is um, it uses the one point five liter turbo that's in most of the other Civics. And they they dial up the boost a little bit, so it makes about 200 horsepower, and uh, about 190 pounds feet of torque. But the torque comes on at very low RPM, like all modern turbo motors does. So it makes peak torque under 2,000 RPM. So you've got all this grunt at uh, at low speed. The 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 car is just eager, ready to go, and. The best part for me is that it's got a great six-speed manual gearbox. It's the only way it comes. This uh, this new SI, it is it is just a lovely thing. A that was going to be one of my questions for us lazy people. No, you, so you can't get it in automatic, eh? It is not available at an auto, in an automatic at all. It's six-speed uh, only, and. Hmm. You know, for me, that's you know, that's that's the way the SI should be. Yeah. It comes with a, a limited slip differential. It's got deep bucket seats, and uh, and then they change the suspension a little bit, so it sits a, a little stiffer. It's got big eighteen-inch wheels. The the brakes are a little bit different. So it's a it's a it's a hotted up Civic. It's not quite the the Type R, the one you see with the with the uh, the big wing on the back. But to me, this is this is the best way you can spend thirty three thousand dollars on a on a four door car. That's a pretty decent price point. What's uh you know we have people writing in right now. Listen to you. What's the what's the mileage like on this thing? Oh, I'm I'm the worst person to ask. I think. Uh, <laughs> yes, Mister Heavyfoot. We know that. Yeah, um, I would I would average about 25 miles per gallon or whatever it is, uh, 10 or 11 liters per hundred kilometers. But it's it's rated at 6.4 liters uh, per hundred kilometers on the highway. Well, it's still a Civic, and it's not terribly heavy. But a question though, the SI. I mean, you know, I, let's say somebody wants to buy it for the as a family car. Is it sprung really stiff? Is it going to be uncomfortable to drive? 
Yeah, well, it's not uncomfortable, that's for sure. But it's uh, it's different than a regular Civic. But what I what I like about the the way the Civic Si um, suspension is is calibrated is mm-hmm. it's firm, but it's not too uncomfortable. And also, the one thing about the new Civic is that you know, regardless of the trim level, whether it's a Touring or an Si, it's very quiet inside. So that kind of that kind of helps for a more comfortable experience. But yes, the the SI is suspended a little stiffer than the the regular touring model. And can you get three adults in the back? What is uh, that? That might well. I mean, three tiny adults maybe. But yeah, not us. You probably get one of us. Not be comfortable back there. But a couple of kids, uh, car seats, no problem at all. The the back seat is really really spacious. And then you know, for the adults up front, the the bucket seats are just wonderful. All right, it's a question. Uh, been a big problem with supply. What's the deal with these? Well, they're they're on the ground now. But, uh, yeah, so the, the question is whether you can get them. I know my friend who sells Hondas um, outside of Toronto can't mm-hmm. get enough of them. Um, they're, they're all pre-sold. So I think supply is going to be a little bit of a challenge for a little while. Oh, so they were taking orders previously. And yeah. uh, excuse me, except for that weird-ass orange, can you get it in a different color? <laughs> Yeah, the, the one on my YouTube channel is orange. It was not, uh, not <laughs> and in combination with the with the black and red interior, it didn't make a lot of sense. But you can get it red, you can get it black. I think you can get it in uh, in gray and and maybe blue. Um, and those those colors would be complementary, I think, to the um, to the um, uh, the black and uh, red interior. But that orange paint, bold, yes, does not work well with. Just paint. take it on Halloween. I mean, it really so you is. Can, right? You can even get fashion consultants here on on Dave's <laughs> Corner Garage. You know, what okay, should if I wear? Want, if, if people want to see uh, this YouTube uh, test drive with the with the Honda Civic, where do they go, Brian? Ah, just uh, YouTube and type in my name, Brian Max M A K S E, and you'll find it uh, straight away on my page. All right, thanks, buddy. Listen, stay warm. Hi, Lori, and uh, of course, your four-legged guy, Monty. Don't take him for too many walks today. <laughs> it's a little cold today. Yeah, just a bit. Thanks. Take care. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Trevor Hutchison from Crown about uh, what's on the road, how it could damage your car, and uh, why you need to look at rush proofing with Crown. That's coming up next, right here with Alan Gelman on Dave's Corner Garage. <laughs> Welcome back on a crisp weekend here in the Big Smoke. This is Dave's Corner Garage along with Alan Gelman. Uh, we have uh, a lot of people calling in about Dave. Dave has uh, been in contact with uh, Omicron and is uh, just resting and with no voice at all. So he will be back <laughs> hopefully in a couple of weeks. That's his schedule, he's told us, which means he could be back here next weekend. Anyway, one of our good buddies who's been with us for, for a long time is uh, Trevor Hodgson from Crown. And I'm going to hand this over to uh, Al Gently. Here you go, Al. Don't drop. Uh, you know, I, a couple of weeks back, I was driving my car down a road, and I see this guy spreading his liquid all over the road. And my wife said, what the heck is he doing? <laughs> Trevor, what was he doing? <laughs> Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Stephen. Uh, he was putting down uh, a liquid de-icing agent uh, that some refer to as brine. Uh, technically, it would be a mixture of magnesium and calcium chloride. Uh, designed to hopefully prevent the roads from icing up before the ice gets there as compared to putting, say, rock salt down uh, once the ice is already there. Ah, so that's so that's how they do it, eh, is, is put it down on the road. Doesn't it dry up, or, or does the snow activate it again? <laughs> no, it, it's interesting. Like, if, if 
you wait till we get to the spring is you will still mm-hmm. see these lines on the road in the spring. And, and it's part of the reason that a lot of uh, municipalities right across North America have gone to this because mm-hmm. it's far more effective that it'll actually stay where it's put down as compared to rock salt, that when it's spread, it'll bounce on the road. Some stays there, some goes to the side of the road. Uh, and theoretically, it's better for the roads. Uh, however, really? yeah. the downside, yeah, it, because of the, the chemical mixture of it, um, is designed to adhere better to um, to metals than it is, say, to to asphalt. Well, I was just about the point I was going to ask you. So if, if I get it on my tires and it sprays it inside my fenders, it's going to want to stay there for an awful long time. It, it will. And, and, and you well know, uh, as do, you know, all mechanics that, that work on mm-hmm. vehicles nowadays, that this material will will attach itself um, much almost like static or like a barnacle does to a boat to all things, braking components, uh, transmission casings. Uh, and the, the challenge with this is, is like when we think about how cold it is this morning, you know, we're probably 14, 15 below today. Uh, corrosion's not very active at that temperature. However, once it warms up, we get to about 30, 32% humidity. Now imagine as the moisture starts, it's activating this material that's still affixed to all our components underneath the vehicle. And that's why corrosion is so much more aggressive in the last 10, 12, 15 years than it was before because this material is really corrosive to to metal. Trevor, uh, somebody wrote in our Facebook page asking, is Brian more damaging to their car, granted when it works into the springtime, than uh, what they're currently using with uh, with salt and sand. Yeah, uh, yeah. The simple answer is it is, and the the reason is is that they're all damaging. It's just they're damaging in different ways. Uh, sand, for instance, is damaging because it's an abrasive. So, mm-hmm. uh, although the material itself doesn't cause corrosion is it'll chip off paints and other coatings that are underneath. Right. Uh, you can look at rocker panels and see how they're, they have no paint on them sometimes. Per, yeah. Per, perfect example, Alan. That, and, yeah. and, and that's a real challenge. And, and the thing is, when the sand gets stuck inside fender wells and that, if you don't clean it out, it will then hold moisture, which the moisture is the real issue as to why uh, corrosion is caused. It's accelerated by these de-icing agents. The reason that this new brine is so much more corrosive is because, frankly, it's more of it stays on the road. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and a lot of times they'll add tackifiers to it. Could be things like beet juice and because they want it to adhere to the road. Uh, and All right. So here's the question. A lot of people want to know. I mean, let's let's say we, we've impressed the folks and they want to do get it done now. Can they get it done with their car being dirty? Uh, well, no, it'll need to be washed uh, underneath. Uh, so I got to do we, that or are you going to do that? We, well, no, we'll we'll definitely do it for you. <laughs> He's, <laughs> so <lazy. laughs> He's so lazy. He's so lazy. Well, it, it's the same thing, too. When 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 a mechanic's going to go you know, work on equipment, if, if there's a buildup of, of grease or, or dirt, 
there's some things you have to clean before you can do it, right? And and as as good as our product, or frankly any product that's out there, is it's only as good as how you prep the surface. No, I mean, but but my point was, I mean, I don't have to bother going to a car wash first no, before I don't. come to you. You you guys will have some type of de-icing or desalting agent to put on the car, and then it can be sprayed properly, right? That's right. Yeah, this this time okay. of year, the spring especially, we uh, we use a product called Salt Eliminator, and it's designed to specifically remove these chlorides, uh, and then we spray the vehicle. Hey, Steve, I think you can use that to lower your blood pressure. You know, uh, that and maybe some Glenlivet, but uh, we, we can try that. <laughs> that um, we've got a question that just came in, uh, Trevor, about um, you know with COVID and the protocols all in place with Crown everywhere across Canada. And people, you know, have a tendency to wait because we've all lost track of time of the day of the year and what's going on. How soon should people start pre-booking appointments, like for getting their cars crowned? Yeah, yeah. well, and, and that's, like most businesses, uh, an appointment's a must. We're not able to take walk-ins, uh, so ones need to book an appointment uh, because we have to make sure that we, we space people out because uh, you can now only have so many people within a shop, which would include the workers. Uh, so all of those protocols need to be followed, as well as the proper sanitization of all touch points in a vehicle. So it's it's really important. But right now, you know, you can get an appointment within a couple of days in most of our centres uh, in the GTA and, and outlying regions. And, uh, you know, a lot of the young people like to do stuff on their phone. They want to do it online, www.crown.com. Absolutely. And and a lot of our shops participate in an online booking program. So you can actually go on to our website, book your appointment and receive a confirmation to your email or cell phone as well. So it's, it's not just the young people that can do it. Even guys as old as Al could book it like that, right? <laughs> Well, I mean, Al, Al is a wily veteran, and I would uh, Al has accomplished at many things, Steve, as, <laughs> as I found oh, out. They, to... they just told my Blackberry wasn't going to work anymore this week. Well, the, yeah, isn't that true. nice? Like, I have three Blackberries uh, sitting here in my studio desk, and they're all gone. Like, you can't use them anymore. So, I, you know what I did? I went out and uh, took the chips out of the Blackberries, took them over to Walmart and did a whole bunch of pictures. But, yeah, it's kaput. Finished. But there you, you guys go. got any uh, any uh, special promos going on for the uh, for the winter time? We do. Yeah, we're we're running a, a promo where we where the salt eliminator will be included in our application at a lot of our shops nice. come the months of February and March. So I'll encourage your listeners to keep checking our website and contact your local crown dealer for that. One one tip too, I'll tell you that we find it this time of year is as it gets cold, uh, sometimes people's doors will stick. Uh, it's really important, um, and we do this in our shop, is to apply silicone to the door gasketing, to the rubbers on the doors. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, the I, wanted to, I wanted to mention, too, that for all the do-yourselfers out there, yeah. um, a lot of the, your products are available in aerosol cans that can be picked up at the store. Ab- yeah, Absolutely. And that's and that's something that you can use for your for your locks. We've got a great penetrant, uh, so we don't use our our normal rust inhibitor in people's locks. We use a lighter, uh, non-solvent based product because we're just trying to keep moisture off the tumblers, but it can keep your locks from freezing uh, when we get 
a little bit colder than even we are today. Yeah, and it's so hard to do. A lot of people don't realize that, um, you know, they're, they're using the remote. Well, all of a sudden, you want to go use the key because the remote battery is dead. You better make sure that that key works. So um, there you go. And uh, I, I like a new can with that little spritz, you know, that little straw on top. It works great. Well, and that I, I got to thank Mr. Redinger for being a, a big proponent of that for a lot of years for us. Uh, so a lot of... A lot of uh, People like yourself, Alan, mechanical professionals, uh, helped us in actually uh, getting switched to that because of, you know, it's great to have the product, but you need to be able to apply it properly. And that, that straw has really helped. Trevor, thank you very much for joining us today and taking the time. Um, have yourself a great weekend. We got to run after the break. We're going to be talking to Teresa from uh, CAA, going to talk about this pilot towing program and like i said i didn't know there were that many dead planes on the highway but i guess we'll find out stick around we'll be right back welcome back to james corner garage just a reminder that uh, if you want to get some more information about uh, booking appointments go to crown.com and also uh, for youtube with brian max you can see his review on the 2022 Honda Civic Si, which is a hot-looking car. We're going to be reaching out to Teresa DiFelici from uh, CAA in just a few minutes with uh, their involvement with the pilot towing program um, because we're just having some technical difficulty because it's so freaking cold out there. So you think Al, that's what you, it is? Uh, what's that? You think that's what it is, eh, the cold? Yeah. Well, listen, oh. it can happen. I mean, How um, cold is it, Steve? It's Oh, wow. My phone says it's minus 16 up here in Markham, Ontario. Really? Well, my son yeah. is north of, north of the city. He's 25. Now, we have got Teresa DiFelici from CAA on to talk about the uh, pilot towing program. Good morning, Teresa. How are you? Good morning. I'm good, thanks. Yourself? Good. Stay nice and warm? Yes, I am. <laughs> good. I'm going to hand it over to Al, who's a very warm, affectionate guy who has some good questions for you. Go ahead, Thank Al. You. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, I guess a lot of people must have seen what's been going on in the towing business for the last couple of years. Uh, people complaining about excessive amounts of cost, but but the fighting, the infighting amongst the tow truck drivers has led to vehicles being burned and people killed, I think. Um, so the government has had to step in, right, Teresa? Exactly, yes, they have. They've and, uh, decided uh, to use... And how, how are they going to try to fix this to alleviate the problem? Well, there's a couple of things. They did announce that um, they were doing a complete review and they passed uh, legislation to go into regulating the industry uh, in Ontario. Mm -hmm. But as a temporary measure or to try out a couple of different things, they initiated this pilot project that certain sections of the 400 series highways will be under contract tow to the Ministry of Transportation. Um, has what, what do they not have the same issues in other cities? I kind of wonder. I mean, the, the tow truck business. I mean, in terms of, uh, you know, if, if you're a chaser kind of guy, you know, you go find yourself a collision, you put some cash in your pocket. I'm sure Toronto's not the only jurisdiction that that's been going on for. Um, I think that the the levels that have gotten it's gotten to in in not just the GTA, but now it seems to be spreading out to other parts of the province. Um, mm-hmm. is, is a lot higher than has been seen in other jurisdictions, but there have been some cases in some places where that that's been the case as well. All right. I'm sure uh, people need to know um, if their car breaks down. I mean, number one, if they're a member of CAA, then of course they can just call you, right? Uh, for, for sure. The, you know, one thing that we always say is, you know, we, we care about our members. We have you covered. You have us for a reason. 
you know, your first call really should be to CAA, and we will help you figure out everything else. Well, so sure. Teresa, I mean, we had some people that have, that wrote in on our Facebook page asking about specifically how do they determine in this pilot towing project which tow trucks can come and come and uh, get you, basically. So, if they are uh, a provider for the Ministry of Transportation, all of the companies that have been con- contracted to do that work. Uh, have vehicles that have, um, you know, messaging on on all sides of their truck that sort of say tow zone provider. Um, and so ah, you know, okay. those are definitely ones that are authorized to be there. If it's a CAA vehicle, if you've called your CAA, um, you know, you might see a couple of things. Yes, we do have some, some providers who have the very branded vehicles, um, but we have a, a very specific uh, decal that goes on the, those company trucks as well. And um, and our providers carry uh, ID. They have our equipment in their vehicles. So um, you know those are definitely you know that that's a way to distinguish a, a CAA truck versus uh, just anyone out in the industry. And, so and our, for those who have not uh, used the, um, the CAA for a tow, what I love about it because we had it happen with my wife's car a couple months ago when the, when the battery went dead is that you can track it. It's like Uber. And it's a really yeah. cool idea because you can see where, the, not that I need food, Teresa or Al, because you're chucking there, Al, but... Um, Getting hungry. We called an hour ago. Where the hell's like Some Kawartha moose trucks, moose tracks, uh, ice cream would be nice right now. So that's a really cool thing that, that CAA has put into play. And I think it, it's it's a good safety feature, too, for people who are waiting for, uh, for a tow, especially on a day like today. Where have you seen the growth in the last couple of weeks with this towing program, or is it too early for that yet? You know, it's only in about three weeks uh, that it's since it started, um, and you know, fortunately, you can call your roadside assistance provider like CAA. We, you know, we can't get you in all circumstances. There are some situations that are, are you know, considered unsafe, uh, dangerous. In fact, it is the highway. It's the 400 series highways. I mean, we have some of the the busiest highways in the country in, in North America. In fact, uh, even in downtimes like we're experiencing right now with. Uh, People not get going around and about as much, but um, you know, the we're fortunate. We're still actually service, servicing a lot of our members uh, with the procedures and protocols we have in place with the Ministry of Transportation. Yeah, well, we've had uh, Officer Kerry Schmidt on the on our show many many times, and he said, of course, the most important thing is is to get a vehicle out of a, a an open lane, right? right. So they're going to have the first tow truck that shows up, kind of get you off for uh, that open lane, the live lane, I should say. Um, But at that point, once you're towed off the highway, um, you can ask that driver to drop your vehicle and then call CAA, could you not? Correct. So um, the live lane requires a little bit of extra equipment. Even if tow trucks, you know, have been going out and, and, you know, trying to rescue people from live lanes, but on the Mm -hmm. 400 series highways, right, the MTO, it, it actually is a, a very hot, you know, unsafe situation. Police would normally be called in that circumstance, mm-hmm. call 911 if you're in a live lane and you've got cars whizzing by you. MTO would send out blocker trucks. But with this pilot, you know, the fee includes up to 10 kilometers, uh, and then there's an additional um, fee further than 10 kilometers. But at that point, you could um, get the driver to take you to somewhere off, off the highway and uh, connect with your CAA um, service call at that point as well. 
Sure, because I've heard the reply from a tow truck driver that said, what are you worried about it? Your insurance company is going to pay. You don't have to. But there's a lot of people that, you know, if it's not a huge amount of money, that they don't want the insurance company to find out about it. So they're going to have to pay out of pocket. So, uh, you, you know, you want to keep the, the, the price of that tow reasonable anyways. Yeah, and I, and I think that's, you know, part of it. You mentioned the beginning, you know, there's this variability in pricing depending on, what you broke down, what it was, all of a sudden it's a different mm-hmm. price for collision, which, you know, is not unheard of depending on the circuit, you know, the, the severity of the collision. Um, I think, mm-hmm. you know, what the, the government tried to do is, A, you know, we want to keep the highways open, tra- you know, traffic flowing, um, it, it to be safe, reduce secondary collisions. And so, you know, have some structure around those that are on the highway serving motorists, you know, safe, protected protocols in place to deal with those really big things that happen like truck rollovers or, you know, commercial trucking um, restrictions and to create some, some normalcy for consumers on price. Um, and, and, so, uh, and of course, you know, CAA has all kinds of other services. It's not just a tow, but triple uh, yeah. com, right? Correct. Right. Because, because, you know, this is where we say always call us first. If we can't come get you, we'll help you arrange the MTO provider, or, you know, if you're not sure if the police should be attending, we can help triage that. We've been doing this for, you know, almost a century, and we can help uh, anybody sort of figure out what they need to make sure that they're safe and we get them off the roadways or get them the help they need. But, you know, people say, well, with the tow zone, why, you know, why do I need a CAA? Well, you know, first and foremost, we're there for you in a lot more ways than just these 400 series sections, because it's not all highways. Um, And, you know, it's only about 2% of our annual call volume happen in these locations. And uh, and then there's so many other benefits of membership. So, you know, we really want to stress that no matter where you are, whether you're in a tow zone or other parts of the 400, it can be confusing. Are you out of the zone? Are you in the zone? Call If you're a CA member, call CAA first. Uh, and we'll help you now. All right. That call. Teresa, we do have to run. I want to thank you very much again for the listeners. www.caasco.com. Check it out. Have Thanks. yourself a great weekend. Appreciate you joining us. Pleasure. All right, Steve and myself, we're going to be back after the break and we're going to be answering some more questions. We'll be right back. Well, I guess it's just a new way of doing things. As Brian mentioned earlier, you know, the new civics that uh, people are getting, they've ordered a while back. So the same thing is if you want a lightning truck or a Maverick, those trucks look amazing. Um, You want to, you know, get your name on the list now. You don't want to just wait until inventory shows up because the cars, your trucks you see may not, they may be taken already. So there you go, yeah, Steve. That's very true. Yep. Okay, listen, we've got a, a bunch of emails we want to get to today, and people have written us over the holidays, so we're finally back. And Dave hopefully is back in maybe a week, a week or two once he gets uh, through this Omicron junk that everybody is uh, so freaked out about for obvious reasons. So here is another email from uh, Al Kingdon, who lives in Peterborough. Uh, here's the... Um, Here's a question for you, Mr. Gilman. Mm-hmm. Because of COVID, I drive my car very infrequently. The other day, I started it up to let it run for a bit and did, after a few minutes, could smell something burning. Mm. Mm. When, I opened, when I opened the hood, I saw pine cones all over the engine compartment. Any idea how they got there? How do I remove them? And how do I prevent who or whatever brought them to stop? Well, first I thought maybe the neighbor was having a barbecue. That would have been good, but you know, 
get some pulled pork or some ribs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But pine cones, ooh. All right, we do see this a lot. Um, The mechanic opens up the hood and goes, oh, who's been living in here? We find it on the top of the the engine. Sometimes we'll find it uh, in the heater compartment, sometimes even in the air filter housing. Uh, Animals will come by your car. They'll feel the heat and go, hmm, it's a lot warmer in there than it is outside. So a lot of times they'll want to set up a home. And that's what's happened here. And now it could have been a squirrel, could have been a chipmunk. Um, it's, it's really hard to say what, what did it. Um, and what you can do is this. First of all, you can physically just remove whatever you see. If, if there's a little bunch of tiny pieces, you may want to take it to your mechanic, but uh, because you want you want parts of that engine are going to get very hot, you don't want them to catch fire. Um, so what you can do is that if you live in a rural area, or you like, I actually had a lady who lived in right in the city, but right adjacent to where the big blue garbage boxes were. So the critters were always around there. What you can do is you can go either go to Amazon, you can go to Bass Pro, or, or a lot of hardware stores. And you can buy Predator P. You know what that is, Steve? Predator, I, come on, are you serious? Predator P, what, no. <laughs> I can't wait for this one. Well, it's it's wolf or coyote urine. Lovely. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So what you do is you get a squirt bottle of that, and and you squirt it on your car. And you you can do it under the hood, of course. You're not going to do it outside where it looks. Um, I can tell you that the, the smell was not strong. So um, and it works. <laughs> and it works. So what happens is is a mouse or a chipmunk comes by and goes, "I smell a wolf." So they they want to get the heck out of there. They're not going to stick around. So that's that's what it's for. So does it come in a, in a spray that's like uh, you know WD forty with that long little little hose on it? It or does. Not? It yeah. does. It does. It's a aerosol can and it, okay. and it works great. Uh, you may have to reapply it though because especially if you're going to spray it inside the fenders, uh, it's not going to stay there after it rains. So again, get <laughs> and and the spray won't hurt anything under the hood too, which is good to know. You know, and with all the new cars, so so involved with uh, electronical work in your car, they can get into there and they bite away the wires, and you and you're cooked. You know. Yes, yes, yes. As a matter of fact, um, who was it? I think it was BMW had a problem many, many years ago because the manufacturers were told to get away from using, um, you know, oil-based product for making plastics, so they were using soy for the insulation and uh guess what the 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 little rodents love the soy and um yeah so i think the one thing you have to be careful with with a predator p uh sprays you can make sure you spray it in the right direction not towards you that could be fun you you get home and deb would go hey uh where have you been all right listen here's uh one last question that came in uh dear dave and al Due to COVID-19, my hours at work have been cut substantially. Needless to say, I'm on a limited budget. However, I am hearing a bad noise from the front of my car when I go around corners. I've been told that it's a drive shaft as well. The shop said I need further work, too, because my funds are limited. And everybody's getting that way. Do do need the car to drive. What do you suggest I do? Um... All right. Well, lots of different options here. You know, when you go into a garage, um, especially in a shop where guys are paid commission, they're going to look at everything on your car and whatever they think they can make money at, 
they're going to report. So in other words, you know, maybe there's 50% of your breaks. They may turn around and say, it's, it's almost time for breaks. But you say, listen, guys, I'm on a limited budget. What's the least I have to spend here to keep my car safe on the road? I'm fine. I appreciate the fact that you're looking after my car and you want to do some extra work. But l- let's see if we can make a schedule. So in other words, what do I need today? What could possibly wait 30 days? What could possibly wait, you know, three months or six months? And then we can deal with it that way when I'm back on my feet and get more hours. So do that. The other thing you can check, too, is ask the garage. In in certain cases, you could actually find a decent used part, and that would save you some money. Um, Or they actually do have what they call second line or white box parts that are less money than the first line. So there are options. Um, You know, just just talk to your mechanic and say, as much as I want to do this, um, I'm on a budget, so try to be straight with me. And and if they're not going to be like that, come to me. There you oh, go. Nice plug. All right, like that. <laughs> Listen, thanks everybody for for joining us. And want to thank especially uh, Brian Max for his review of the Honda Civic, Trevor Hutchison from Crown, and Teresa DeFelice from CAA. And for all of you who are celebrating Christmas, once again, our interpreter. There you go. Al, have a good weekend. Okay. I can smell the pierogies. I think my wife is making them. <laughs> And hopefully, Dave is back next week. We uh, thank you all for listening. Take care. Be safe. Stay inside. Stay warm. And uh, we'll get through this thing. Have a great weekend, everybody. Just a minute with Dave Renninger from Dave's Corner Garage. Today, we're talking with Trevor Hutchison from Crown Body Maintenance. A big part of being a corporate partner that deals with consumers is being corporately responsible to the environment. And so we believe that although we're in the automotive protection business, you also want to do it in the right way, in the right manner. And for Crown, that starts with our proprietary rust inhibitors, lubricants, penetrants, and all of the products that we manufacture have that in mind. We use a hydrocarbon petroleum-based stock that is environmentally safe and a chemical inhibiting package that is designed to be safe to be used in cities, municipalities, and a variety of different environments so that it's responsible towards the areas that we're applying it in. And how do we get more information about Crown? Go to our website at crownwithak.com. You've been listening to Just a Minute. To hear more, go to our website, davescornergarage.com. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.